back to the Rogue Agronomist Podcast with Kyle from Sol Agronomy. And today we're going to talk about uh, putting in the work, um, trying to uh, try to explain some of the things I do uh, and, and why I do some of the stuff I do. I mean, we always talk about this, but there, there's a specific thing that kind of came to mind the other day, um, sitting in a meeting. And um, so we're going to talk about uh, scouting and, and understanding and, and making um, making some decisions. And uh, the one thing that kind of came to mind to me, um, we were sitting talking about hybrids for next year, is um, the amount of time I spend looking in fields and, and walking corn and, and trying to understand which hybrids work in our area. You know, we, we always get advice, you know, I've been working in seed industry for long enough that we, we every year we get different hybrids that um, people tell us are, are going to be really good. Um, here's the new ones. These are the good ones. Um, you know, you got to do your own work. Um, so the examples uh, of why this is important um, are, are really easy to come by in sports. Um, a little over, let's say, a year and a half ago, uh, the Brewers made a big trade, right? We we had Christian Yelich up here uh, from the Marlins. And I remember about a year ago, looking back at uh, the Twitter and Facebook comments from people when that trade happened, people here were actually pretty upset. Uh, There's a few people that were pretty excited, uh, knew a little bit more about Yelich. Um, the Marlins got uh, a guy called Lewis Brinson uh, back in the trade. A lot of people in Wisconsin were really upset. They're like, we're trading the future uh, for this guy, and this guy can barely hit 20 home runs. And, you know, they were really, really upset. Uh, there was a very large segment of the Brewers uh, fan base that was actually upset about getting Yelich. Well, uh, flash forward to today, um, the guy basically won the NL MVP award last year. Um, this year, it looks like he's on track for potentially another one. And, um, it's one of those things, you know, people don't really like change. Um, when I first started working here in Wisconsin in uh, 2008, uh, I moved up here in December of 07 and Brett Favre retired. Uh, I think it was in February of that year. I still have the, uh, the journal Sentinel, uh, newspaper, um, from that day when, uh, when I got home, that was actually pretty interesting. And, uh, people were upset. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that were pissed off at Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, they were not happy. Aaron Rodgers is forcing Brett Favre out. Um, Aaron Rodgers is never going to be as good as Brett Favre. Well, he'll just let him to a Super Bowl. And, um, you know, being a Bears fan, I would tell you I would trade you anything for the last 10 years or whatever of Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, and the other thing is, you know, that's the thing. Somebody put in the work. Um, there's somebody that was on the Brewers and somebody that was on the Packers that said, Yelich and Rodgers are the future um, we're going to get rid of this other guys, um, you know, Brett Favre's retiring, but we're fine. Well, then Brett Favre decided to come back and, um, you know, basically there was a competition and then Favre was ticked and then he went to the Jets. But there were people that put in the work, right? Um, you know, even though, um, you know, there's these solid guys that are, you know, people and things you want around, um, sometimes change is a good thing. Um, but there's also some times where that's not entirely the case. So let's go back to sports. Um, I'm a Bears fan. So, uh, back, um, a few years ago, you know, Lovey Smith was basically almost guaranteed nine to 10 wins a year, uh, for the Bears. He was a great coach, players coach. Everybody loved him. Um, he basically got 10 wins and then got fired and we got Mark Trestman in back or 
basically as his replacement. So Mark Trestman comes in. It was a, well, the first year wasn't too bad, but then after that it was a disaster. Um, then we got John Fox, also a disaster. Um, you know, and now things are kind of coming around. But at the same time, you know, everybody's talking about how great Mark Trestman's going to be. Well, at the same time, I would take, you know, 10 wins, uh, you know, guaranteed almost every year over uh, some of the stuff we had to go through the last few years. But, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, sometimes the the replacement or what you think is going to be great isn't isn't uh, isn't going to be the best thing ever. You know, and I've, I've sat in meetings where somebody told me, are you, are you done, Hermes? We got dogs moving around. Um, I've sat in meetings where somebody told me this hybrid's going to be the next big thing. It's amazing. It's awesome. You guys got to tell everybody to plant it. Uh, it's going to be perfect for clay soils. Um, there was one specific hybrid that was like that. Uh, and, you know, the, the only knock on it was, you know, yeah, it's going to be this huge year, but um, everyone's probably see one or 2% blank plants. No big deal. Don't pay attention to it. It's nothing. It'll make up for the yield with uh, with what it's going to put out. So, you know, we sat in a meeting and I'm like, all right, well, let's go try it. So we tried it. It was a little bit off the pace from the rest of the stuff we had. Um, so we're like, well, we'll give it one more year. And I think we doubled the bags on it. We're like, we're going to throw a, a little bit better test at it. You know, it wasn't a terrible hybrid, but uh, it wasn't the best one we had. But it wasn't out of the top five. So let's try it out. So flash forward to last year, um, fairly decent growing conditions. Um, we were combining this corn, um, and I'm I'm sitting in the green cart, and with climate field view, I had the opportunity to watch, you know, as we're as we're combining, and um, I'm sitting there watching, you know, yield monitor's basically 220, 240. Um, you know, it's not, you know, it wasn't the field average, but this is the spot we were in. And we get to this other hybrid that's, you know, supposed to be really good on clay. It's going to be great in our area. It's only going to throw one or 2% blank plants. And all of a sudden, the yield miner goes from 220 to 240 down to 140, 150. And I'm like, what is going on? And we get out and look at it, and 30 to 50% of the plants are blank. Don't know what happened to this thing, but that is the last I'll ever plant that hybrid. But, you know, somebody sat in a meeting one day and said, this is going to be the next big thing. Um, you know, I have been around seed business where, um, you know, I mean, every year somebody's going to tell you that it's gonna, this is the next big thing. Where it comes down to, um, you know, the seed seller's responsibility is to take those words with a grain of salt. You know, every every year we walk into meetings, um, we get told what, what hybrids are going to be amazing, what, what, what are the next big things. Um, it's entirely up to you to figure out what's going to be the right fit for your area. You know, blindly going into meetings um, and relying on other people's advice, um, it works most of the time, uh, but sometimes you're going to get a failure in your area. And you got to spend a lot of time walking fields and understanding um, how hybrids respond to different environments and different stresses. So the one thing for me that's always was a pet peeve, um, we would have people to come into meetings um, they would basically just sell whatever, um, whatever somebody told them to sell, you know, with, you know, they wouldn't walk the fields, they wouldn't spend the time, they wouldn't put in the work to, uh, to understand what hybrids do in their area. And, um, so they just sell what they were told to sell. Problem comes to, um, when that hybrid does fail, um, they're mad at the other person for making the recommendation. Well, yeah, I understand that. But those people were working on um, their own trials and their own data, and they're not necessarily 
in your area or with your growers or on your ground. So it's up to you to really walk the fields and, and understand how these hybrids are going to perform in your area. And so that's that's the thing. It's it's all about putting in the work, right? You know, there's always going to be the next big thing. Um, you know, sometimes it works out great. Uh, sometimes you get Mark Trussman. But a lot of times you get Aaron Rodgers and um, Christian Yelich kind of stuff. So it, it's all about putting in the work. Uh, it, it's about going to meetings. Um, you know, I had somebody tell me, oh, you go to a lot of meetings. Yeah, I go to a lot of trainings. Um, and for me, if I can take some stuff out of it, um, I go back, try it out, um, test it all myself or, or look at it in the field myself and try to understand how that stuff's going to work. You know, we've got plots, we've got, we've got guys that try different hybrids, you know, six bags or eight bags of this, uh, 12 bags of that. And it's in real field environments. Um, yeah, it sucks walking corn in, in August and September. It's usually hot and corn plants are covered in pollen full of bugs. Um, I always, I showed an intern one time, uh, what a garden spider looks like, one of those big ones. And, um, that just really freaked her out. She didn't want to go into the beans anymore. Um, but you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. You're going to get dirty. Uh, you're going to get hot. You're going to get messy and sweaty, but you're going to learn a lot of stuff. Um, then walking corn fields and, and walking bean fields late in the season, you're going to learn more than what somebody can tell you sitting in a meeting. And, um, you know, and, I've seen that plenty of times where somebody doesn't put in the work, uh, something fails, they're mad at the other person for making the recommendation, and it's like, well, the onus is really on you because you didn't put in the work uh, to get out there and actually check that to make sure it's actually going to work for you. Um, so then, you know, yeah, I'm a consultant, uh, I, I sell seed, um, you know, I, I've got guys that are going to be like, well, I'm a farmer, so I shouldn't listen to what the seed seller does or tells me. And... Yeah, uh, to an extent, but at the same time, like I said, you know, um, we talk about understanding and putting in the work, understand who you're buying from. I mean, there, there's a lot of people that do put in the work, um, and they're going to tell you to pick up an Aaron Rodgers or, you know, pick up a Christian Yelich. And, um, you know, with the way our market moves and the way hybrids last now, you know, I, we still planted a hybrid that's it's been around for 10 years uh this year and next year it's probably going to be gone um but then at the same time uh some of the better hybrids that we really like um that aren't doing as well in other areas are only around for three or four years and then they're gone you know and every year we miss out on that hybrid maybe we miss out on 20 bushel more yield so yeah it makes a difference um you know i mean to me i'd rather be um having one extra good year of Aaron Rodgers than Brett Favre throwing 30 interceptions. But, um, you know, that's, that's me being a Bears fan, but anyway, yeah. So the whole thing is put in your work, do the research. Um, you know, you can take advice from other people. Um, but at the end of the day, basically it's ultimately up to you. You know, the onus is on you to do the research and do the work yourself. Um, you know, I, I, take a lot of advice from other people, but at the same time, you know, same thing with chemicals. Um, we had one year where somebody told us the chemical was going to be amazing. We sprayed some of it. It sucked. And I wouldn't even go near it with a 10 foot pole right now. Um, but you know, that's because I did the work and I understood what's going on. And there's still people that sell the crap out of that thing. And it's still a dog. Um, uh, but you know, it's just on me because I went out 
and walked a lot of those fields. And uh, when you turn in a bunch of respray claims, it's never a fun day. So anyway, that's it. We're just going to talk about um, just put in the work. You know, don't be afraid to attend meetings and don't be afraid of taking advice from other people. But at the same time, you know, it's all on you to make sure that even though they're giving you recommendations, you're going to be the one that's going to be responsible for um, what comes out of that. So, you know, for me, if it's my butt on the line, I'm going to do the work uh, on top of getting advice from other people. So don't be afraid to get out and, and walk a lot of corn this time of year. But, um, yeah, it always kind of sucks. But anyway... Uh, stay tuned. Um, we'll have more episodes coming up, but uh, this is just something that kind of came up to me the other day. Um, I was driving home last night and got a couple of uh, couple of references figured out. So I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'll catch you next time.